Hey, you came back. Sacred Streets, where we explore spirituality in urban spaces. I'm Kita. I'm Baba Chola. And I'm Ogun Bola. And today, we got our partner here, our brother, Tata. Yes. We're going to talk to you today and learn about your spiritual journey. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. You ready to share with us today? Yes, yes, yes. All yes. right. So, so Tata, give us a... Give us an idea of your background first. Where are you from? I'm from New York. Uh, my family's from North Carolina. I grew up in a spiritual family. I grew up spiritual, different spiritualities, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, to hoodoo, mm. uh, you know, roots, juju, all that stuff, to Ifa. Mm -hmm. That was my journey. Mm -hmm. And and so and so we we brought Tata on because Tata's lived ten lifetimes already. You know, he mentioned these different spiritualities that he's actually been through, initiated in and and practiced in. Um we met years ago, uh, in an Ifa house in, in uh southwest Atlanta. Um and so um from day one he's always been a highly spirited brother. Um so you know, normally you don't get to talk to people like this, you know, because right. normally we just kind of do our jobs in the spiritual setting and then we're going to our corners. But, you know, we want to be able to, like, expose some of the different nuances of growing in the tradition, uh, finding your way, uh, even marrying different spiritual traditions into one body, um, because a lot of cases we feel like. Uh, Christians in the mind to where you have to do one thing, right. uh, either you're Christian or, but you know, spirituality is for everybody. Right. All spiritualities are for everybody, and everybody's journey takes different times and has different periods. So, give us an idea or uh, 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 the idea of what what brought you into spirituality or African spirituality or deeper levels of spirituality in, in practice form, um, and. When you got in, like, where did it take you in life? Well, it started when I was young. I was about 12 or 13 at my grandmother's house. I was visiting from, from New York, and I had a fever that I couldn't get rid of. It was like high. They was like, it's... They had to take me to the house. My grandmother was like, no. So she was a spiritualist. She was like, I'm going to get my oil. And she come to lay the oil and then, and I don't remember what happened after that. All I know, my father was like, I never heard the devil talk Jamaican. That's all, they, that's what they get classified. <laughs> but you were talking Jamaican. You was. Well, th that was Tata then. The spirit when you were talking Jamaican. Okay. Yeah, like a and it was like the devil. Okay, okay, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was the first experience, but I shunned it. So later on, as I came into this fold, I you know, moved to the South to Georgia, South Carolina. I used to feel things, but I didn't know what it was. Like the, the gut feeling, like a woman's intuition. Mm -hmm. And I would just meet people and I'd tell them something. Mm -hmm. But at that time, I didn't, I didn't know you yet. I, I, I had a friend in Charlotte, he, he practiced Paulo's. Mm -hmm. So I would send him, I got a friend you could talk to. Mm -hmm. And it would just be like in the supermarket, hey. I, I, but I didn't know what it was yet. Mm -hmm. And it, it worked up until, you know, I came to Georgia. Met some people here, went to a few bimbes, and then it started coming back. That was my journey. So, and in that, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Cause I, I mean, prior to that, I had been places, 
where they said, oh, you supposed to do this, you supposed to do that. And I was like, no, nah, I just want to get a reading. So, but they said, if you don't do this, it's not going to be right for you. So it took time. You know, you got to learn. You got to like mm-hmm. accept it. Mm-hmm. Until one day I was just like, okay, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. Because I, mm-hmm. you know, I was, a, uh, I worked like on movie sets, but outside of that, I sold jewelry mm-hmm. for a long time. Like, on this, not panhandling, but. You were hustling, yeah, you were hustling. Going to different places. <laughs> so I was just joking. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I let the spirits to be spiritual. I go mm-hmm. see them for my, you know, mm-hmm. but they was like, you have to help the people. So I, it took me a while to get there. Mm-hmm. And so one day I just accepted it, and then that was my journey. And it just, you know, I had to learn how to turn that on. I don't know if you was there, because it's like, I didn't know how to control uh, mm-hmm. what they call possession. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me just drop some context for, uh, from experience, because uh, I remember what we just called the comeback. Um, we were in a, a spiritual house um, right around the corner from uh, the dungeon, uh, the, the um, uh, Dungeon Family's first yep. uh, uh, recording basement studio. Like our Elay was mm. right around the corner from there. History. <laughs> and, um, it was an it was an amazing time, but I remember the the first time we had uh, a couple ceremonies. Uh, things were just regular, and then like three or four in, things started to get a little more intense for just everybody. Right. And Tata at the time, uh, Shalomo, had got possessed, and it was rare because you never seen him. Outside of just chilling, you know, right. <laughs> just you know, we talk, we chill, that's it. But the possession was like it was wow, and nobody knew who it was, what it was. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like a reshuffle. Like what is that? You know. So we did what we knew to do to calm the spirit down, um, and it kept coming back. And so that was that was the first time I saw him actually possessed and. Uh, just witnessing like the intensity of Tata. Mm-hmm. And because we were five people, we didn't know what to call him, you know? And so I don't know if his his uh, disgruntled energy was because nobody knew his name for a long time, you know? Right. It was a thing, you know? Right. It was a right. thing. Right. Like, like about to hit people and shit. What's up with this tune, man? And not knowing that the, the spirit wanted to be recognized, you know? Exactly. And nobody knew. Oh. We were, because we were all thinking, well, oh, boom, we don't know, you know? Right, so, right. So it was, it, it, it was, it was a, um, it was a, a interesting crossroad, and 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 the lesson I learned from that experience into like now through Tata is that like you have seasons, you have spiritual seasons in your life. It could be seasons in a year, or it could be seasons in your life to where like when he came to Ifa, that wasn't the end of his journey. That was just the beginning. That's the only in my in my perspective. Let me just like how I was looking at it. That was the way Tata could get recognized. Mm. Right. You know, that that was the way he could come out and somebody would acknowledge. We didn't know who, but there was acknowledgement there. And through other c- ceremonies, other initiations, other systems, right. that spirit became fully recognized and became a part of your everyday life. Exactly. So I'm saying it correctly. Yeah, so so like if your lineage, like some people worry about what well, am I supposed to be, 
in the car tradition or Apollo. Like, I would say just start. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever you are, whatever presents itself to you that has harmony, peace, and balance, start. Because like yourself and other people, like that first door that opens is just a door into spirituality in some cases. Right. And you'll end up finding where you're supposed to be along the way. And sometimes you're supposed to be in all those places at once. So that's just something I learned from just watching his experience, you know, up till now. So, um, well, it could be for Oak. Wait, <laughs> he just dropped a whole bunch of everything. Yeah, you went, you went oh, in. Good. We know each other. We know, been, know, y'all know, each other. know each other. We like, hey, right, right, right. <laughs> who is this spirit? <laughs> Am I allowed to ask? Like, oh. yeah, okay, yeah, like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Who is this? This, this spirit, if we may so, okay. please so, let us know. So yeah. I never really was going around and saying, you know, I do Paolo or people to call me Tata. Tata is a spirit for my father. Wow. Right, he's a Congo. His name is Tata, Tata Kazi. So, okay. you know, he wanted, to, like he said, he wanted to be known. Okay. And, and for me to still do what I do, but I guess, no, ain't no guess. Paolo was the only connection I could get closest to him. Okay. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Because he never, like, well, he never came over here. Mm-hmm. They took my peop- his people. I got just you. my father's people. Okay. And so this is why I do what I do. Okay. 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 That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> I'm just, I just know for me and people who are listening or watching along, we all like. <laughs> no, because some people say, well, you know, he, you know, I use the title, but it's not like it. It was put on me because people recognized that spirit and they just were like, oh, that's top top. Mm-hmm. Or even I'm dancing, he wouldn't, I wouldn't actually come out. He wouldn't come out, but if you know me, you know, okay, that ain't him. That's top top, because mm-hmm. I could tell. Okay. You have to hear no, and this person or no. But that, but that, but that dope, bro, cause when, so we'll just keep it street, right? You know, <laughs> you, you, you feel me? So we'll just keep it street. <laughs> so like, like somebody from the streets, you'll be like, home to go. You get what I'm saying? Right. Your title was self-giving. Right. Your title was given by the people. Mm-hmm. So it's an official title. You get what I'm saying? You ain't, mm-hmm. you ain't, I ain't naming myself, yeah, I'll talk to Like the folk dog, bro, you talk to So that will make it even more dope. Right, Because right, right. the people named you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that was up, man. Yo. Wow. Yeah. That will make it okay. even more dope. Yo. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think this ties into one of our past episodes where we were talking about possession. Um, but it's seen from the, the, the direction of that conversation, women were more prone to possession. So what you all are presenting to me is interesting. Because he is a brother mm-hmm. who is in tune with it, but it's not just anything or anyone coming through him. It's a specific spirit. So is is that the difference or are just some people just more sensitive to, you know, being a host? Yeah. For some yeah. people, yeah. Have, some people are hosts or horses, as they will say. What did I a horse. Okay. A horse. Say, a horse. It's called a horse. Like, you're the horse for that spirit. The okay. Because everybody, because prior to that happening, there was someone else that was having a situation, and it kind of, like, bumped off that person onto me. Because he couldn't handle it at the time. Okay. You know, Blaze. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a situation, because like you said, it, when we was doing that stuff, 
it was, it was, we was just, yo, you it, can't, it was yo. joyous. So to see it, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just there and I'm there one day. I'm, I mean, I got a one linen suit. I'm not trying to be possessed. I'm trying to chill. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clean all the way. I call myself clean, clean. I just called myself going up there and I, it was gone. And all I remember, I remember one part. I was on the ground and I saw him and I said, help me. Me. Yeah. And then it went back to whoever was going on. Wow! <laughs> Let me make the movie clear. Let me make the movie like, I'll probably say S O S then. So so <laughs> let's stop at clean. Let's start at clean. Alright. Alright. Clean is canary yellow lemon linen suit. Top and bottom. Clean. Canary yellow? Canary yellow. Oh, he was clean, clean, clean. He was granddad clean. White <laughs> you know what I mean? Clean. Right? So when when he said, help me, that was in the middle of rolling around in the dirt. Oh. He was muddy already. Because, because normally a person that gets possessed, they start bringing water. You know, they Ooh. put water, you know, they start okay. putting water on you, you okay. know. So, put the water in the dirt, made mud. <laughs> <laughs> right. On the canary yellow suit. So, oh, this, no. he's on the ground like, oh. help me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, and, and, and like, you know, we... Again, we don't know Paolo, nothing, you know? Okay. So we thinking Ogun, because it was almost violent, you know? Okay. Like, this could got to be Ogun or something like that. But yeah, that was that was an interesting ceremony because that was that was when I was introduced to that energy of Tata. And so over time, Tata would just keep coming. Mm -hmm. He would dance with Oya. Mm -hmm. He would dance with Ogun. But if you could tell there was some kind of connection between Oyan, Ogun, and Tata. Oh, wow. Because of the horse or the host, right. how he would dance for those different spirits. Right. So, and so, as a elder, I'm not, I wasn't an elder then, but I was older than everybody else as far as in the tradition. So, as an elder looking in, you're like, well, maybe it's Oya, maybe it's Ogun, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... When, when you know when you're looking when you're looking at uh, a spirit in a body, the best way to do it is just to ask. You know who it is, but in in some cases, they wouldn't speak. Well, well, they would they would just be like Okara. You know, just be like, yo, what are you saying? We we you know sometimes we didn't couldn't figure out what it was. Right. And you know over time it ended up being a uh, Congo spirit that had that 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 joined the party. Like oh. <laughs> They drumming down there. Oh, and my son down there. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so that's like, kind of how you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for you, it's just a sensation of being asleep. Like you don't um, even remember it. Right. No. Like mm. normally, if it was stuff on the ground, only had candles and stuff, I'd probably knock it over. <laughs> but I'm there just stepping over everything, just dancing. Wow. Not touching none of the stuff. They they looking like, oh man, he's gonna start a fire, but. I mean, we thought you was going, but it wasn't me. Yeah. So, no. Only like in the ending when I'm trying to like stop it. Right. So <laughs> I couldn't control it at the time. Like I could be driving and it was just hit. Wow. 
That yeah. is that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. You mentioned something else too, mm-hmm. and this is I'm seeing a pattern, you know. And you mentioned something where you said it's like the spirit knew who could handle it. Right. What made you better to handle it than the other uh, person? Well, uh, honestly, I don't know. Mm. Um, I take it as as my gift for my family. Okay. Both sides of my family, mm. like they do it in the church. Like okay. They do the whole. Why they at home? They just if we about to leave, they leave it. Okay, he leaving. Hold hand, they're gonna pray, and somebody is gonna start doing the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, somebody wants to, but that never happened for me that way. Like, they wanted yeah. it to. They would send me up, they're going up there. And everybody go up there, they put the thing, I'm like, I just fall back, but. <laughs> yeah, you ain't feeling that. No, I ain't feeling that. My cousin would do it, you know, he'd do it all day. They leave and go to the store, get a beer. I'm like, how you do that? Oh, it's gone now. So I'm like, that's not what I think it is, you know, because he was like, it's the Holy Ghost. I'm like, well, well how, you, know, we, you left, you're drinking the beer, and they're like, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> so it just come like that? I'm like, he used to do the thing, you know, speaking. Yeah. So, so but, has your family met Tata? No, they ain't ready for that. What? Yeah, they, they Maybe in a church seat. No, they, 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 they know, <laughs> they know what I'm into, but they, they, they more look like I'm, you know, like I'm into something else. You know. Interesting. You know how they look at it. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, have to say no. yeah, That's how they look at it, but yeah. But before my mother passed and other people, they was like, well, hey, he's doing better than before. Mm-hmm. I'm a changed person mm-hmm. from 20 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Pop say change, man, but I'm still the same. But you're right up. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, Tata, right? I just want to ask you about John Conqueror. Okay, so that's a popular root that people like to use. You know, the more younger generation, they get more into hoodoo. So how would you, somebody come to you, how would you tell them just to use the John Conqueror? You know, we ain't got to go too deep. Just how would they use... John the Conqueror Yeah. Um, there's plenty of ways to use John the Conqueror Root. I would tell them to use the, I mean, you could use it for luck. Okay. But I keep one, I just don't have one. Right, 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 right. Um, the basics, it's just luck, yeah. the energy, because John the Conqueror is an energy that helps you, like, where I learned, because I was like a, always an underdog. Mm-hmm. So, John the Conqueror, according to what they say, he was the underdog. Then he became the king. <laughs> so, right, right, right. I just, I just want so, to, you know. So that's go. why I, I would use it with oil, like for whatever I needed it for. Right. I mean, I almost, I would talk to it mm-hmm. and tell it, okay, this is what I need. Put your attention into it. That's why I need my attention. Okay, yeah, yeah I that's just. The that's that's how I use it for the people out there, you know, because yes. a lot of people, you can grind it, right? Put it in the camp. Okay. See, I never heard of that one. Okay. You know, cause sometimes it be a lot of, well, we know it's a lot of misinformation out on the internet, even though we gonna be on the internet, but coming from a devotee and a practitioner, you get what I'm saying? It can be received better than somebody, you know, in the book, written by a white person, you know, you use it. But you know, you did what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So one more question. How was, how was your experience coming from New York? To George, was he culturally different for you? You know, no. Or did I mean, you adjust? I, I, I like, I like. Honestly, 
in heart, I'm a Southerner. Okay. My family from the South. Right, right, right. So I love the South. Okay. Like I always, my mother's like, why you want to move out? I always ask everybody from New York, why you want to move out South? Like okay. that's, that's the country. Like yo, yo, see, like, see what I say? But I like, and what I realized is like, because I didn't know. I'm, you know, I'm a child of a goon. So it's like the country. It's, yeah, my, you my, home. my right. people sharecroppers. We right. tobacco. Yeah. I fought. I used to work in tobacco, bro. Okay. Like okay. football fields of it. Right. I'm in prominent. Yeah. I grew up in that. So coming to Georgia was the thing. And I always wanted to move to Georgia since I was little. Okay. My family like, yo, I'm going to move down there. They be taking black people. Yep, yep. <laughs> that, and that's how I have people. <laughs> no, I have people that for y'all because that's exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. And then... When I asked him, like, you gonna move back to New York? Hell no, I ain't going back up there, no. I like it here, it's more of a, it's like a, you know, from then we was like, we used to always look at Atlanta and Georgia as the black Mecca. Yep, yep. And like, when I grow up, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going, okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's, mm-hmm. we we in New York, it's it's racist, but it's a different type of right, race. Right, 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 right. But I knew Georgia was racist, but it was the more of a, like, Black freedom, mm-hmm. right? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, down here the white boy call you a nigga to your face, but uh, they'll they'll keep you out of the unions and shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That part. It's it's the Italian and Jewish race, right? Right. But not all of them are racist. Yeah, of course. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it was I experienced that when I moved here. Yeah. I, I've never nobody ever called me, well, except in North Carolina. So, but when I first came to Georgia. I had that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. But yes, John the Conqueror is a good move. Okay, I just want to ask, man, John the Conqueror, people, mm-hmm. make sure you tune in. What he say? I got a question. Um, can you can you say a couple things to uh, dispel the myths of Paulo practice in America? Because Normally, when when people think about Paulo, <laughs> like they look at like, well, he fires like the highest consciousness, and then there's other ones. But Paulo is where you know the, the dirty go happen, you know, and it's dirty all over. It's right. dirty in all religions, but people tend to look at Paulo as something that is based in uh, spells and evil. Uh, Revenge and things like that, as opposed to something that's uh, was brought over by ancestors as a tool, as a spiritual tool that looks different than what we're accustomed to, you know. Because he has been around, you know, it's been like in uh, in the public for some time, right? Uh, but because because Paolo and Paleros are not as public, right? Whew, you don't you don't really get to discuss or talk to them about the 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 uh, intricacies right. of their practice, and mostly what you read is like oh this spells and they always you know it's about cursing people and that and all of us know that that's not true. No, that's a part of everything. You know, there's there's curses for every every part of our tradition, and then there's blessings for every part of our tradition. Um, so could you? dispel a couple of the myths and why uh, of like the negative notation that uh, Apollo has gotten over the years. That's why I asked about the John Conqueror Ruin mm-hmm. because Apollo is so, it's not, basically what you said is not in the front. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that you know, to come from well somebody. It's just been demonized so much because 
because of some of the things they do and how they work. And because of that, and because of, it's really just demonized because of some movies. That's really how it got demonized in the U.S. And we know Paolo is really a, a, a Congo-based, nature-based tradition, like Orisha and Ifa. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also for growth. Paolo's for growth and expansion. It's not just about spells, because truthfully, it's any priest in any tradition can do negative or positive. Mm -hmm. So Paolo's not that. We Paolo's used to help most of my work is to help people mm -hmm. in certain, certain situations, money situations, different situations. Um some people like are mediums or sponges and sometimes they get attached spirits on them. And you might go to five, you might go over here and it can't get off you. But Paolo's the way to take it off. Mm -hmm. Not saying that if I can't mm -hmm. but it could be something that's a Congo base type yeah. thing that's going yeah. on there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It needs a specific uh, uh, application. And Paolo is not a stepping stone. Paolo has, Paolo's is it's his own thing. Mm -hmm. It's his own thing. Mm -hmm. Like he finds his own thing. Mm -hmm. But they made it more of like an elementary school, like your kindergarten, do you do research? Mm -hmm. But I've, I've met people that's. Palettos, they've been Paolo all their life and they're elders. And they're 95 people, they don't do any oh, of that. They oh, that's all they do. Exactly. Um, well, you well I, will, I will say this. Paolo's, go ahead. No, when you say demonize, I could, I just keep thinking about one movie, The Rainbow and the Serpent. Rainbow and the Serpent. Yeah. That yeah. was the worst, worst movie. That Demonized Voodoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. right. But it was another was movie put out, I forget, it was in Mexico about this guy. They had it on Netflix. He, I can't remember the name of the movie, but he uh, he wasn't really a Palermo, but he moved to Mexico, tricked these people that he did Palo. And he, what happened was it was some some people on vacation, and they were white, and he took they took one of them mm -hmm. and used their body, you know, mm -hmm. for the Palo stuff, mm -hmm. and that's what made it look bad and demonized it. Like mm -hmm. this is what they do, but no, Palo is is it's like it's like. I want to say it's like it's like Ifa in cosmology. Mm -hmm. It's to help. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have some of the same symbols, or we deal with the, some of the same points that Ifa deal with mm -hmm. when it comes to the the board. Uh, the, you know what I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, the uh, about do? the uh, point Ifa. The point Ifa because it's dealing with Northwestern. You know the the mm. points in nature. Um, Yes, and we also deal with the dead. Well, I don't like to use the word dead because people do. We deal with the forces of nature, the ancestors. Mm -hmm. We call them Bakudu. So Apollo is, it's his own thing, you know? And it has a, it has, it has a lot of similar components as he fought. Right. It's just a different practice from a different place, a different demographic. And and I think people, like, like you said, they, they make it where Paolo is like the kindergarten and you graduate to this and this, but it's not really like that. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said that Paolo stands on its own because, because we're in this side of the world, we're a little new to African spirituality and how how it was spread out, how it was brought back together to be able to survive exactly. to where people don't understand and there, there are people who are paleros that have nothing to do with Ifa at all. 
also, they don't understand that through the Mahafa or the slave trade, that for the tradition to survive, they need to put Palo and Ifa and some of those things together in order to make sure that these traditions didn't disappear. Yeah. And so again, we always go back to education and making sure you, you're aware of the thing that you're studying, practicing, because, you know, just even having this conversation is like, I don't want you to have to defend Paolo, but it seems like we always have to, you know, we always have to defend it right. because of what people make of it. But also it's because people don't understand that it it it's it's its own uh, practice, a spiritual system in itself. And character is a part of it, you know, having good character, treating people right. Like the basic African principles are there. Yes, they are. It's just what you see is spell, 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 spell. Like, so I'm glad you was able to, to touch on a few of those things because, um, you know, Paulo really gets a rap, bad rap and it's very powerful. Right. And, and in my opinion, it's one of the tools that we haven't used quite yet for freedom. Exactly. Is that powerful? Is so. I mean, if you look at Haiti, Haiti, mm -hmm. they use a system similar to Palo. Like Palo and Voodoo have the the same kind of energy. You know, it's mm -hmm. it, it, it has the it has the ability to conjure this heat um, or this fire energy. You know what I mean? So, like, like we haven't touched it and start to use that for our benefit because it's been given that stigma. Right. You know. right. So it sounds like one thing work. Oh, good, okay, good. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Tata might be around. So, so, oh, so, so, so like he, he's correct because I come from that. What he's talking about? Yes, it's called Champoil, which is like it's the Congo rights, and without those Congo rights in Haiti, there would be no freedom. Mm. Every general in Cuba was was a Polano. Wow. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Do you get the rest? Well, it sounds like, and this is kind of going on with him. <laughs> yeah, we ain't going to go too deep. <laughs> that's why I asked about John Carter, because that's surface. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, just keeping surface, though, and this, again, I'm a newbie spiritualist, so forgive me if this sounds like a, a dumb question or, or ascertain, you know, just an assertion. But it sounds like your people, your ancestors have to tell you what's okay for you. To, to study under and to practice, you know? So, I don't know, I just feel like that's that was the way it was for like, that's why I was well, taught with in Ifa, when you get these readings and you get your due, it it might come back and say, divine for you, you know? Well, um, well for me, it's different, I'll say this, it's different for every person because I thought that. So, cause I was on a journey where I was like, you know what, I'm just on this powers. Okay. And boo, I ain't with nothing else. And it was like, no, that's mm -hmm. not it. Mm -hmm. For me, I had to be balanced because I was, I would get on something, I'd just stay on that. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, no, because I'm thinking like I had, a, I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking a lot of stuff was coming from different places, but it was me. Okay. And what was it? I had to honor everybody because mm -hmm. I'm a, you know, we all, we gumbos are different people. Ewe people, Yoruba people, Congo people. So I had to, I had to deal with the voodoo. Mm -hmm. I had to deal with Ifa and Paolo, all separately. Wow. And I have these things at home, but right now, do I deal with them all? No, because voodoo is kind of like those spirits are, uh, like we making miss a day with Ifa. When voodoo, you're like, 
Oh, you messed the day with me, and it might cause you some problems. So Yikes. you could just put them down for a minute, mm -hmm. and then when you, when, you, when you know you're serious, then you bring them out. I got you. So for me, it's just Apollo, and I do my E5 thing to keep the balance, man. For me, now some probably some people say, "Well, why are you doing E5 Apollo?" But that's, this is my destiny. Mm -hmm. I'm respecting my mother's side and my father's side. Well, what I'm finna say for the amazing people, man, I want to tell them Tata is one of the best dancers at the Bimbe. Y'all heard who said it? Wait, wait, wait. You talking about you talking about Tata the person or Tata the spirit? Oh, Tata the spirit. I'm about to spirit. That's what I'm talking about. That dude and women. Oh, who both said that? Oh, who both said that? When bro come in the ceremony. Shut it down. Right. It's true. It's true. And so the first, the first, the first time we saw Tata come and dance, it's like, oh, okay. it's like he on war. He turned up. Yeah, he turned up. And so after that, as drummers, we'd be like, okay, all right, Tata here. Right. It's going down. Yeah. <laughs> so you got him and like four other people at the ceremony. You already know it's a party. Right. Somebody gonna get possessed. Right. right. And so and so and so part of that is. Why I like when Tata comes? Because when Tata comes to the party, yep. other people get possessed. I know we I know that's what yo. Like some people some people some people get possessed and then it just kinda like happens and it fades away. But when Tata get possessed and start dancing around, it yeah. starts to hop through the yeah. through the crowd. Which makes it a more lively ceremony. If he come out. And he dancing his ass if he come too. out. And he might he might just Laugh on you and go ah. Then you just <laughs> no, he he do that. Yeah. For real. True. <laughs> this is a sensitive topic for me. So <laughs> I said, yeah, I, said yeah. Yeah. I, put, I have man, not my been too much my, my first day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so this is gonna yeah. be interesting. You're gonna, yeah. Okay. He's very majestic. <laughs> Look at you with your followers. I'm the world, but majestic. <laughs> I read a little bit every week. That's interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, and so for, so for your Ifa journey, um, and you know, you you just said that there's three different systems that you have uh, uh, been practicing half shrines to and work. So again, like this don't look like it looks for him, for me. It don't look like, it doesn't look like what's gonna look like for her, for him. Like it's gonna look different for each person. So when you're getting into different African spiritual systems, Remember that you have your own destiny. And sure. and even if you're going through Ifa or you've came in through Mary de Logoon reading or something like that, sometimes, like you mentioned earlier, sometimes they can say, Well, you need to go here for healing, or your ancestry may be through this lineage. And the thing about Ifa, Ifa is not Yoruba specific. Ifa is not a it's not a um system that just talks only for Yoruba people and the Yoruba spiritual system. It talks to life. So I've seen where Ifa says you're supposed to be Muslim on the mat for Ifa, mm -hmm. saying you're supposed to practice Islam. 
And so the, the note is sometimes your gumbo may be a big pot of gumbo with 20 different ingredients in it. But if you notice, he said he practices those things separately. Mm -hmm. That's the point I want to bring up because sometimes we'll get overexcited and we'll start to put these things into one practice. Like, for example, I've heard people say, well, I have a, I have a shrine for Oya, my Aegon, and um, what's the, uh, what's the deity, the, the Indian deity that's similar to Oya, that they syncretize with Oya. Uh, 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 Mexico. Oh, you're talking about India? Yeah. Oh. Uh, 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 Kali, Kalima? Kalima. So, and when I hear it, I'm like, yo, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You know, I, I, I get where you're going, where you're coming from. And yes, everything is one, but everything is not one mm -hmm. also. Um, and so spiritualists have to understand that it's like when you it's it's like when you look at the circle any circle through the Congo through Yoruba like the circle is all one circle, mm -hmm. but there's billions of segments yeah. in the circle. So Kali is not Oya, point blank period. You know, but they do share similar energy or similarities. But that doesn't mean that they go on the same shrine or altar. Got it. So you can have your comedic altar going, candles lit, doing your Amin Ra, you're doing your Mayat, you're doing your Anubis, you're doing all those rituals. But then your Ifa shrine is separate. You're doing Shaifa, you're doing offerings and doing that, but then you may have your Palo. You're doing Sarabanda, you're doing those things. So it's important that those who are watching to um, understand that you don't put all these things into one gumbo and start eating it. We're talking about the gumbo of your life, you know, meaning that your destiny has all these things in it, which includes love, travel, family, all of that, including spirituality. But when you start to segment the spirituality is important that we uh, separate the rituals, separate the traditions. And if you are a person like Tata and others who are supposed to practice many different systems at once, it's important that we separate them so that things don't get real crazy in your spiritual life. Exactly. Did I see a church finger from you? Hey man, bro. <laughs> Well, on that tip, and the Lord, yep. and the Lord, that right, bro, the Lord. On that tip, have you seen instances where people are following Christianity and Ifa? Hell yeah! You don't see that a lot, though, unless they're just keeping it on the low. Yes, I see it every day. Muslim too, Islam too. I see it every really. Day. Mm -hmm. Most of my clients are Christians. What? There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Most of people I do readings for are Christians. You would, and you would think that of a Bilal has all these Orisha people with all these. Get yeah. Readings. No. Okay. The 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 Orisha people that actually come get readings are like ten to fifteen percent of my clientele. Everybody else are all Christians. Interesting. Doing Ebo, doing the whole thing. Yeah. Straight up. Is that the next episode? Well, I mean, <laughs> E5 is heavy in the church. It's just they're not talking about it. 
that's but that's been like that. The so, flat church, the flat church, church been the yeah. hub for African spirituality forever. <laughs> it's just we keep it in the basement, you know. And, and those who know know, but those who don't, you don't know. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. It's like he yeah. just say when they were praying, hold the hands when his family members yeah. get the spirit. Yeah, yeah, but they, you know, to them. Oh, that's another part. Another part of this journey was when we all went together. I'll never forget this. It was Katrina. I should live in New Orleans. So I lived in New Orleans, and when I lived there, I had a dream. It's like about a storm. When I left, I moved to Georgia. And later on, I met Papa and him. And after Katrina, we went for the healing of, mm -hmm. of the Greek ritual. The Greek ritual, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we went from the I think it was the, not the capital, it was like the state house to the dome. Okay. And drunk. That was like, uh, I mean, when we got to the dome, mm -hmm. like a big cloud just came and the rain came. I thought my reporters ran to us like way out front. <laughs> I remember that. Then the next day, I remember that. I was, you know, the storm had left a lot of stuff out. And I was coming, I found, and now back then I ain't know who, I ain't know, I didn't know nothing yet with the Risha stuff yet. But I, I found this, I found a couple things that was just, it was just uh, a four way, it was stuck in something, mm -hmm. like stuck in a piece of wood, I came back with it. And I'm walking and they see me, him and the other Bible, what's his name? His house move is at? Uh, uh, I am they like, look at old goon coming. I had to change too. But all this stuff became part of my womb. Wow. Wow. Yeah, from Katrina. So that was like, that was part of that journey. And we went to the church, the cathedral church, yeah. and it had all this stuff in there with the Rishas and the ladies from Brazil. And we went to the, uh, it was a monument for the unknown slaves and we poured libation. And soon after we did it, the ladies from Bahia came. Mm -hmm with us as we started singing. That was like yeah. the best experience yeah, for my first experience mm -hmm. around Alicia. That was dope. That was, a, that was a dope trip. And and that's when I knew I had this possession thing because, but I didn't realize it until I got back. I'm like, wow, I was feeling like that. Because all, you know, the cemeteries are built on the ground. Mm -hmm. So that I had a relationship with the dead. So it was like the whole while I was there, I'm like, what is, it was like, cause we was in Congo Square. We was all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came, and that's like a couple things led up until then. Okay. To that moment. That was, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> that was a fire trip. Maladona Somme was doing a um, black hole grief ritual. And they built this black hole to send all the grief through the black hole. Mm. And it was about, mm, maybe about 15 feet tall, about 15 feet wide. And why that sticks out is because that was the first time I ever drummed and got a massage. Like the women came and started massaging the drummers. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, we was tripping, man. It's like, I had never had me before. And so I guess it was a group of masseuse there. And, they were looking to be a part of the ceremony, so they just started massaging the drummers. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, we need this every time. But that that ritual was like we sent so much like sadness 
into that black hole and they sealed it up somehow. But that was part of that trip. Wow. Yeah, that was that was an interesting trip. Very, very spiritual. Very, very... Uh, it was monumental because we were going around town doing spiritual work on the grounds with a person from New Orleans who was a Mardi Gras Indian as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, this sounds like a very deep journey yeah, into the back. saga of a tata like it's like we barely so we can go into <laughs> maybe, we get, maybe we can play drum to get tata to come <laughs> i'll be setting over i'll be right over okay. i'll be right over 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 the building like <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at your producer over there. On that note. On that note. I do. <laughs> on that note, I think we could all make do, make well do with extinguishing fear, tapping into who you really are, and being comfortable there. And we invite you all to reach out to us and tell us about your experiences and your journeys, your own inner journeys, like our brother Tata here. And yeah, see what comes about, what comes of it. Yes. And that's where we leave y'all. Ashe. Ashe. Like and subscribe. Yeah, that's it, bro. Lord, listen, I know you want me to like. <laughs> no, I don't keep trying to. That's why I know. No, no, I know. That's why I say you good. Uh, <laughs> he will be possessed here. No. Yo, he was on me. I know. He was on me. I'm like, nah, buddy. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs>